welcome to this episode of Mia Lux and Love, brought to you by Levette, a private vetted members community for self-aware singles. And today we're exploring the idea of why do people lie so much when it comes to love? If you're single and you're dating, then you know that, yeah, like as you're looking at people's profiles, half your job is trying to figure out what's real and what's not real. And in fact, lying about certain things has become so normal. But today we're going to explore, is lying really to our advantage or is telling the truth a better way to find the person you're looking for? And my guest today is actually the co-founder of Levette, Lauren Handel Zander, who she's a master coach. She is a co-founder of a big coaching company called the Handel Group. And she created what is called the Handel Method. And also uh, the great program is Inner You Love, Inner You Life. She's the best-selling author of the book, Maybe It's You. And, you know, she's a massive advocate for telling the truth and telling the truth beautifully in a way that sets everybody up for success and for love. So I hope you enjoy our little dive into whether lying when it comes to love is in our favor or whether telling the truth is what's going to find us our person well lauren i am so happy that you are here finally because you and i have been in cahoots for years now building levette building love and i one of the great pleasures for me as co-founder is that i get access to you to talk about dating and love and what works what doesn't why people suck all the time but I realize that like many, many people don't. And so thank you for coming on today and having this conversation recorded and out loud for everybody's benefit. Anytime. And please, really anytime. And I really do love talking about it so much so that we talk about it all the time. And one, one of the things that I think is, it's a conversation I don't hear many people having. I speak to so many dating coaches and experts and psychologists and therapists and what really stands out to me about the quality of what you teach people and what changes people's lives is this idea that, you know, we are liars, we need to acknowledge where we lie, see how lying hurts us and how to tell the truth powerfully and beautifully. So yes. we want to talk about that in the context of love today, because as you know, one of the biggest complaints I hear you hear it all the time is people who are single say, everyone on the dating apps is lying. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? Why? Let's start with like, why? Why is there so much lying and dishonesty and distortion? Why? Well, first of all, it's not just in dating. It's in people's careers. It's with people's children. It's um, pretty much everywhere. If there's a human, there's a liar. Why are people? Why are humans liars? Is because they want to keep people happy. They are embarrassed about things and ashamed of things that they don't think that, you know, I want to tell you this later, so you'll judge me later, right? So much of why we lie is to keep up appearances and we keep secrets. And then we have secrets about our secrets. And then someone shows up in our life, in our love life, and we're 27, we're 38. And so we haven't been telling the truth for a very long time. And so many of our behaviors in our relationships is a shit show of a variety of reasons we've been lying for decades so that people don't quite understand the sex we like, the people we date, what went wrong in those relationships because we're gonna get judged about that. Like, so people have way more reasons why lying is a good idea even a virtue 
that's the funniest part is that most humans think that lying is a virtue. Like, I don't want to tell you your breath smells. No, I don't want to tell you that my old girlfriend, I cheated on her. And I don't want to tell you why I cheated on her. Because then you'll judge me like I'm going to cheat on you. And then we would go, yeah, you would. <laughs> you know, like, oh, shit. If the last person, how many people have you cheated on? Well, it's so funny because also- I, know, I know like this is one of the things I've had the, I've watched this with myself, how you've coached me, but many, many other uh, clients you've worked with, which is that we really are lying to ourselves first. And like, I see that, like, and, and I think that's what's most confronting. I'm sure many of you listening are like, no, I'm not a liar. I don't lie. We all have this idea that we are so virtuous and we don't lie, but half of the time, like the lies are with ourselves first. And like, exactly, if you sit down and you actually mapped out, which I know you make people do, you actually map out your life, your behaviors, your decisions, what you did. You, and you, you can't, you well, know, I oh think it's very, it's very important to describe the different ways we lie. Because when I tell you that lying is social grease, like telling someone they look good when you don't even think they look good, telling someone, how's your day going? It's great, except you're 20 minutes late and you just had a fight with your kid, right? Is that a lie? And so if I start to tell you that a lie is everything that isn't the truth in that moment, and you under-exaggerate, you over-exaggerate. Oh, it was the best restaurant ever. Really? Ever? Right? So then there's all different ways we speak. And and the amount of lying we're doing when by the time I describe all the ways we lie, you'll be like, oh. Right? We only want it to be outright lies. Where were you last night? Home. And you really were at the movies. Right? Oh, I wasn't doing much. And you get away with saying that. That's also a lie because you misrepresented what you really were doing. So people lie in so many different ways and they don't realize how that makes them feel in life. It makes you feel numb. It makes you feel scared of people. It makes you think that everyone's going to judge you. So no one even remotely understands intimacy and love if you're managing pretense. And isn't it interesting that people think that, I mean, I know this is very much exactly how I was brought up too, that we think that lying is to our benefit, that by lying, we're going to get away with something or by lying, we're going to protect ourselves or by lying, we're going to protect them, right? Like we think we're doing it for the right reasons. We think it's to our advantage. But I'm wondering yeah. if you can kind of map out, I mean, especially when it comes to like love and dating, because yeah. you, see, you see this like the vagaries, like people sort of fudging the facts, hiding divorces, hiding children, changing heights, like, you know what I mean? Why yeah. is it not to our advantage? Why is it to our disadvantage to lie? Well, first of all, I have not met the healthy person yet on earth. Please, everybody laugh. Okay. No, 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 really. I have, I haven't met the healthy one yet. Like the perfect human who doesn't have creepy haunting things worth lying about yet. Right. No, no one had the good parents. No one had the good parents with the good marriage. 
No one had the good parents with the good marriage, with the good money situation, with all the good schools and nothing they were hiding at home. No one's had that. No one didn't have the creepy, like everyone has things they're not talking about and hiding. And the person you can actually tell the truth to and still feel appreciated, laughed at, and known like the it's love is the person you don't hide from. So when I get a person who then is listening to me, because um, they hire me to coach them, and I'm like, no, no, we're going to tell the truth because you want to be loved for who you are, not for who you pretend to be, right? Like, come on. And then what they find out on that first and second and third date is the more they tell the truth, the more the other person tells the truth. So if I tell you or ask you, hey, when do you lose your virginity, Mia? I better be prepared to answer that question in a nanosecond. So what happens when you start playing the truth telling game on a date you actually can find out if you could love the real person. Yeah, so everyone's faking they, they don't have shit. And the only thing that you absolutely can bet on is you both have way more than you know. And, and that's, and that's like, you know, I know that I know that when I was in the, I was dating, um, and you know, feel grateful because following your coaching advice, like I found my person, you know, and that took yeah. years of like getting it right and getting it, getting me out of the wrong relationships and into the right place and correcting all my kind of lies. And, but I remember you put me on, you know, the idea of like day by day, truth by truth by truth. And that was how we approached it. And the cool thing is I realized that when you just start dating somebody, you're both free. Like at the, at the end of the day, like you don't, you're not invested with each other yet telling the truth to each other isn't going to cost you a lot because I think people, one of the, the stories people get into is like, well, I'll wait until this person is emotionally invested in me before I tell the truth because they're less likely to reject me if they're in love with me, if we're already together, like we're waiting to trap each other before we tell the truth. But that's a disaster, right? Versus like when you start dating, it's really fun to sit opposite a person that you're kind of interested in, but there's no, you don't have skin in the game yet. You're just getting to know each other and then to ask and tell real truths and then to see what comes out. Cause like someone you really love, I had the experience where like I sat opposite someone I really liked and within 60 minutes of truth telling was like, oh no, absolutely not. <laughs> but we could have pretend liked each other for a really long time, right? Yeah. And then the yes. other way around, we were like liking somebody, but not sure. And then as you start to tell truths, you're like, oh yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Yum, 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 yum. Right. Cause like hearing a person tell a hard truth accountably. So then I'm wondering like speaking to that common story that, you know, I, I will, I will tell the truth, but I'm just going to wait. I'm going to wait until we know each other better. And we, we, we're closer. I'm going to wait till we're closer before we tell the truth. How do you speak back to that? They're doing the same thing. Is that okay with you? Are you okay with that level of manipulation? Because if, if you're telling the truth from the beginning, then you can expect the truth from the beginning. If you're holding back your truth from the beginning and you're not asking those nine questions or talking about those nine things, then neither are they. So as who's ever listening to this is the lead dog on intimacy and honesty. 
right? And whosoever lead is setting the pace. And as long as you're cool with them having secrets too, okay. So I would say you get what you give and it might even be worse. So the more you give the truth, the more you can see what you get back. And I think that's worth everything. So if you like to be on time and you really care about being on time and then they show up 15 minutes late and you pretend you're cool with that, like you'll discuss that with them later, right? Because they're so important and busy, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, have that fight right then and there. And it doesn't have to be a fight. Like you said, it was brilliant. They're not, you're not that invested. You're like, oh my God, I'm the kind of person that really cares about being on time. I will not leave you waiting. Are you chronically late? And they, that's it. Like, are you allowed to be this honest? Right? And then you can make a concession. Like they go, yeah, no, I'm normally late. And you're like, wow, shit. I might hate that. Now you guys are in a real relationship, talking about a real relationship, having real issues that you don't need to wait two months to have. Because that's the kind of stuff that make like whenever you hear, whenever I hear like married couples who are having, who have like, I would call like a challenging marriage. This is the stuff they go on about. Like the stuff that drives people crazy down the line is like, all the small things they conceded on and didn't talk about at the beginning that turn into these explosive resentments down the line. Whereas like, you know, the, the cool thing about talking about honesty up front, it doesn't mean it's a deal breaker, but you can figure it out. Like you can put in agreements yeah. or you can make compromises, but then it's done with a happy heart. So then that's, that's a great segue to talking about, you know, how to tell the truth, because there is an art to this. You yes. are amazing at doing this like you your capacity to tell a hard truth with an open heart you know i i've seen this go wrong where people go their first attempt at honesty is like quite intense and directed and interrogator into interrogatory like you know like interrogating people interrogatory yeah so like that feeling cool. where like it go it doesn't feel fun it doesn't feel safe it doesn't feel sexy like so how do you tell the truth ask for the truth in a way that is beautiful and inviting and safe and actually makes it good for people instead of terrifying for people okay well first you have to understand there's two types of relationships i think okay and i'm going to make them this simple there's friends with benefits and then there's finding the one like something in a more committed relationship even if you're into polytown right? You're into a committed, some kind of committed form of a relationship. Okay. And then there's friends with benefits. Okay. So it is very easy to practice with friends with benefits, all conversations. Do you understand? There's like nothing to lose in that one. You're not trying to keep them. You're not. They're a friend with benefits, right? And so a friends with benefits, the sex better be hot and great. You better be able to ask for what you want in bed. And that is a great place for two people to practice all the hard conversations before you look for a committed relationship. So you're like, 
does that mean I should actually have a friend with benefits that we practice all of our difficult conversations till we get good at it? And I'm like, uh, have three. <laughs> okay. No, really. Did I just make that clear? I think I did. Like you really want to get comfortable talking about yourself where you're not scared about someone rejecting you that you're hoping to keep. So practice, 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 practice. What are you practicing? You're practicing being able to talk about yourself. And I want to, I want that to sound crazy. Like, right. I have brown hair. I have brown eyes. I'm 53. I got divorced. Why'd I get divorced? What happened? How many kids do I have? How do I like it in bed? I, it, what happened throughout my entire childhood? Tell me about my parents' marriage. Like being able to tell your story from the beginning to the end with the ugly parts and the good parts, that's being able to talk about yourself. That should be normal. And if you can't do that, you should get some friends with benefits or just get with your girlfriends like please, or your guy friends until talking about yourself and knowing yourself like, this is my hand, it has five fingers, this is my vagina, it likes it this way. And if, really, and if you fake orgasms, if you've done any crimes you've ever committed, they have everything to do with things you stepped over in your own personality, in your own relationships. You need to be able to talk about them so you can learn from them. The only way to learn from your past is if you can talk about it and say what you learned, which then basically teaches your partner what they need to know about you. So if you choose the guy that's always late or you choose the girl that's always late, like, oh, okay, you're the late one. I'm going to like you anyway. Cool, right? But if it's a plane ride, this these are the rules, right? Because then you could put in emergency hatches, right? Like, so then you could do workarounds and, and really deal with each other if you're gonna be in love with each other and be in a committed relationship by knowing each other. I call them freak flags, right? And, and knowing each other's freaky shit is the way to feel loved and be loved. And I love that because I think that's, it's such a, it's the opposite view of what we've been taught. I know you have this concept of like the PR, like everyone has their own PR person who's impression managing, putting their best self forward. like. And like, it's so true. I think in the dating world, if you look at people's profiles, people lie about their age, their height, merit, like they lie about things that they think they're going to get points docked off for, right? Um, because they're, they want to have as much access opportunity people as possible, but then they're not actually finding the people who want them. It's like you're, you're, you're manipulating someone who isn't really looking for you or wanting to be with you into being with you, which I'm like, it's just so much work versus like if you flew your freak flags and then you found someone who was like, oh, I'll take that. I like that. I'm into that. Like there's enough people out there. Like I mean, you've seen this. I mean, I know you've, you've seen so many humans get together and I'm sure you watch like each of those people have just such a particular compliment for each other. Right? Yes. But people I know. I have, hope. I have. 
I have let people on the sites. I this is my confession. I have let men, only men who are older, have to like lie about their age because they really look younger, but they have to tell on their in the first three minutes that their true age if someone speaks to them because they really are looking for someone who can have children, but they're, and they really want to make babies. Right. But like, they will not get picked. And so the sites really do skew that way. And so I've let, you have a, you I've have let a face up window. I have like, Oh, it's brutally fast. And it's, that was the only time I've let someone lie on their profile. That's interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. I, but even like with, I mean, I was thinking even with like the other, like when you're in a relationship with somebody, like I have like about a 24 hour is the, is the longest I'll go before facing up any kind of lie. Like even yeah. if it was an omission, right? Like I think that's part of what I like about this too, is that like no one has to be perfect, but there's this idea of being willing to catch yourself, being willing to account, being willing to be uh, in like truthful conversation and dynamic and laugh and own it and be open. Yes. And, you know, so I got my husband and David and I ended and I literally was like, didn't have a love light. I called it my love light. I was like waiting for my love light to come back on, right? Where I actually wanted to fall in love again. And I wanted to see when I actually was going to care, right? And then when my love light did come back on, trust me, it came back on, Um. I then didn't know what I was into or not into or what I liked, right? And then my joke was I called myself 1952 because I was 52, but I was acting back to my 19-year-old self. No shit. And, um, and the only thing I knew is I wasn't going to lie about anything. Not about my ex, not about what I was looking for, not about, like, that was the difference in this time was I was gonna see what really happened, right? Like, cause I'm not trying to, you know, make baby. I had no agenda other than real love, real connection, which was also a miracle for me to just want what I wanted. But now I'm in a relationship, I found someone and I've never practiced more truth telling than I do now. I actually found out I didn't practice enough in my marriage. And I was like, I thought I was, right? So it's even more than I tell you people. <laughs> well, if we, even if we can take 10% of it, honestly, I think it'd be an improvement. I see like the, the pain people feel because of their own lies and because of being lied to, you know? Yeah. So then last question is, you know, if you could tell people like, what are the most important things let's say the first like three dates what are the most important things to have an honest conversation about within that time well first of all i always tell people they have a head they have a heart and they have a hoo-ha and your head is like did they go to a good college do they make good money do i can i bring them home to my parents are they the right religion even if i don't go to church or temple myself so your head's the kind of statistic banker. Your heart, your heart, right, 
can also be a ninny, but your heart wants to talk to them, wants to tell them everything, wants to know everything. Your heart's the closest thing you're going to come to. Like if you got left on a deserted island with this person for the rest of your life, you're like, cool. Right? Your hoo-ha definitely wants to do them or her. Like every time, every time, every time. Okay. And so the mistake that people make is they start compromising because they don't believe they can have everything they want or that their real person is out there. So then your head, you know, your heart's like telling the head to be quiet. It's not, you know, it's not important. You went to Harvard. He could, it's okay. He went to, you know, community college and that he never read any of the books you care about. Like what happens is, is it starts the truth actually needs to be telling the truth at all times. Wow, I don't know if I could be with someone who hasn't read that many books. And then he'll go or she'll go, well, screw you. I don't, I think I'm very smart. Like the actual discussions, I'm not saying have a fight and be confronting, but I'm saying like, wow, so you don't care about reading. I think I really do care about that. Like I sit in bed and read. I get in bed at eight o'clock at night and read till like 11. And you're like, ew, <laughs> like yuck, no thanks, right? So the truth will set you free. And you guys, you don't wanna lie about getting stuck in bed with someone that you don't like what they do at night. You don't wanna to go to restaurants you don't like eating at. You don't wanna spend money. You don't like spending money on things, right? Like if you don't find out everything that's different about the two of you, you can't find out what you're really looking for. So the more you tell the truth, the more you'll hear the truth, the more you can do the most brilliant thing ever, run. And it's the right time to run, the right time to stick. I love that. <laughs> Amazing. Well, Lauren, thank you so much for jumping on and walking us through this. I think, you know, rather than lying to get what we want, it's telling the truth to get what's truly good for us. And yeah. for those of you who are listening to this and you you weren't familiar with Lauren before this, um, you should go check out like the Handel Group or on Instagram. It's called NOU Coach. Um, but also come check out Levette. If you're single and you're into these conversations, Lauren and I co-founded and built a intentional dating platform, which you know prioritizes like safety. We background check people. We have these conversations in worlds. So if you're looking for someone who will tell the truth and build a delicious relationship with, that's the place to look. You can check in the show notes below. And otherwise we'll see you for the next Wait, podcast. I want to say one thing. Can I say one thing? Of course. The reason I think Levette is the most brilliant thing ever ever, 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 is because people don't know what they fall in love with in other people. And when you're on a site and you're just flipping and flipping and flipping, and then you're judging and judging and judging, oh, they're the right age, they're the right this, they're the right that. Instead of being in a forum where people are just communicating and then you get turned on by what's like, by the unknown. Like if you saw who I'm dating now, everyone, you'd realize I couldn't have picked him out from my history, but because I met him and found him and then connected with him, it was really cosmic. So Levette is cosmic connection.
cosmic connection is amazing. It's cosmic connection. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, thanks again, Lauren. And yeah, we'll hope we'll see you in a little bit.